Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, hey, random person, what were you saying about everyone here except me? I love Mike and I love Mitch and I'm so keen to listen to this podcast when it comes out. Drunk me, he's going to enjoy it. Thank you for ignoring Levens. We try to. That's a good, that's a good intro. It's the Mitch and Podcast. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch and. It is a weekly podcast about food in Sydney and the people who cook it. Today we are at a big event in Sydney called Rootstock Sydney. Moo uh, moo. Moo moo. Moo moo. Uh, we've we've talked about it in the past and. Uh, it's you know it's all about wine and food and brews and music and art according to the placard in front of me. Uh, with me today and uh, me being Andrew Levins, regular host of this podcast, I got Mitch Orr and Mike Eggett, the also regular host of this podcast. Levins, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Because I have two mics. Does it matter what one I speak into? Uh, no, can it's I fine. Keep chopping and changing. You can chop it up. Yeah, you can be sick. Dual personalities. Yew. What we're going to do today is walk through the entirety of Rootstock, and you're going to meet all the different people that sell food and wine and cook entire cows over the course of the weekend and, uh, and we're starting with the worst person we can and the first person we've got here is duncan hello duncan, hey, duncan. what is your name where are you from what do you do uh, my name is duncan valkomitz um i'm a professional um belly, chili, chili wrestler um yeah pretty much oh, Hold it like an ice cream. what is your restaurant uh africa where is that adelaide. found adelaide adelaide, adelaide what, South what's Australia. good about it's it it's amazing it's fucking awesome what's good about his restaurant or what's good about adelaide well, everything's good about Adelaide. The restaurant's holding it back. <laughs> Fuck off, dickhead. <laughs> I actually had the honor of cooking there. It was a fucking wonderful restaurant. We both did. We both, uh, Mikey and I went and did a pop-up at Africola two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Uh, two, two or three weeks two ago. Two or three weeks yeah. ago. Close enough. We'd like to come back. It was fun. It was great. How's the cow going? Anyway, what time did you do? What are you doing with the cow? Um, we've been up so, oh, Fuck. We put it on at like... 11 o'clock last night and we Did you not sleep up. with the cow overnight I heard? Oh well no I fisted it the cow? Oh you fisted <laughs> That is just amazing So Sorry. this cow was raised by Richard Gunner? Richard Gunner yep So it's a um, That's a Galloway um, Raised for 18 months Eating Samphire and Karkala And we're going to be serving that With Boom Shakalaka Monkey gland sauce And what are those? Um, Boom Shakalaka is pretty much like African kimchi And monkey gland sauce is It's Giovanni's uh, Sauce from us milking a monkey Oh. Pretty much. Um, so the cow's monkey, the cow's been uh, spatchcocked almost. Yes. Yeah. Basically with meat cleavers, I believe. A meat cleaver. Um, David Moyle got on the meat cleaver like a fucking champion. Um, yeah. Uh, and and with a cow this large, what are you doing to turn it to keep the cooking even? The cow's 250, 285 kilos, right? It is indeed. So we use the forklift to turn it, so it's pretty silence of the lambs when it's up. And there'll be a photo on our. Uh, let's put it up on Facebook so we can show people what the cow looks like. Oh, yeah, and, and and that sweet forklift too. I fucking love forklifts. 
Okay, on that note, we're going to talk about the Duncan. So you, you started cooking this cow uh, just before this festival started, right? Saturday morning? Uh, yeah, no, um, last night, 11 o'clock. So it's like going to be 20 hours in total. Right. 20 hours, yeah. We are, we, we're recording on Sundays the last couple of hours of Rootstock. Um, this podcast is going to culminate in us eating a cow. So Pretty stay much. tuned. Awesome. It's going to be awful. I Bye can't wait to eat, drink monkey milk. Monkey glands. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's find other victims. See you later. Thank you, Duncan. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks for nothing. Let's go see another man who knows his way around meat. Straight ahead of us. Find out how Luke Powell is going. Luke Powell from LP's Quality Meats, previous guest on the Mitchin. Luke, how many uh, wines have you had so far? None. I'm fucking very thirsty. How many are you going to have? I'm not sure. I'm just going to ah, taste. Here we go. Speaking of wine, we found Tim from the Basket Range. <laughs> Tim, Tim, don't run off. Don't run off. He ran oh. off. People are afraid of microphones. <laughs> All right. Go get drunk, yeah, Luke Powell. get drunk and we'll come talk to you. Hey, let's go get Greg from Hearts Yard. Okay, cool. Where is he? He's back that way. That way. Okay, let's go. Okay, so we're going to go talk to Greg from Hearts Yard in Newtown. He recently put out a book about fried chicken and other things. Yeah, what? it's a wonderful book. Buy it if you haven't. Christmas is coming up and it's a wonderful Christmas present. Thanks, Mike Eggett. Um, where is this guy? He's just down here. I don't think he's here. He's at the end. Where is he? I don't know. He was just down there. We just walked past him. We said we'd come back. He said, okay. I mean, that's the Hearts Yard stall. Yeah. And then next to it was Greg. This is going to be the worst Probably piece of shit Greg. to edit. He said, you're going to have to edit all this. <laughs> you're going to have to do all the work. Okay, Greg's fucked off. Greg's fucked off. <laughs> well, here he is. We found Greg. We found Greg. Hey, there he is. We found him. We found Greg. Greg from Hearts Yard. Greg from Hearts Yard. Welcome to the Mitchin. How are you? Amazing. How was your heart rootstock experience? <laughs> Tiring. Very good. Tiring. Very good. Amazing. What, what were you doing? Uh, smoked barbecued lamb ribs. Okay. So deep fried, crispy. Is that a dish we'd find at Hearts Yard or is that a special? It is on the current menu, living. And it is it also in your cookbook that is out for it this Christmas? Not. <laughs> it's not. It is what not. What else is in your book? Uh, fried chicken. What was your highlight from Rootstock? Oh, I just think the community, you know what I mean? Just everybody supporting each other, supporting Mikey and Giorgio and James. So This is quite a local thing for you, isn't it? Hearts Yard's just around the corner? Oh, just around the block, dude. So anything for those three. So yeah, it's, it's a really good experience. So amazing. Excellent. Yeah. Are you getting drunk now or...? Uh, I'm, I'm on home? the fence. I'm on the fence. I've had sake, and now I, I think I might teeter teeter on some more sake. How good the staff in the sake bar? Yeah. Really? Ridiculous. Uh, I just wanted to be like a pokey machine. More, more, more. <laughs> now, so. Greg, you've been a chef for a long, long time. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you always cared about, like, alcohol pairing to the food that you make? Oh, I think anything goes with food. Whatever you want to drink, just... It, so, it no. No, <laughs> no. Uh, don't worry about pairings. Just drink what you want to drink. Doesn't Correct. Matter. What what are you what are you with uh you know say someone goes and orders the classic Hearts Yard order, yeah. what should they drink with that order? Alize. No. <laughs> 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 no I I mean fuck anything, beer, tinnies. If it's cold. If drink it, you know? t- cold titties? Yeah, absolutely. Did you say tinnies or titties? Tinnies, titties. Oh these said titties. No. Just drink some cold titties. Cold titties, tinnies. Um, amazing. Anyway. So. Have you ever any of you guys ever drunk breast milk? Breast milk? No. No. Well, no. Not since I've been. There's a guy in Brooklyn doing baby. breast milk cheese. Yeah. Yeah. You can get breast milk ice cream somewhere in the world too. Amazing. Craig, what's the name of your cookbook before we go? Uh, uh, Heart Yard Cookbook. Uh, wait a minute. Fried Chicken and Friends. And that's in all good retailers, all. I presume? It, it is. It and is. what's a really good place to drink also in Enmore? In Enmore? Uh, you have a bar. You own a bar in Enmore, bro. <laughs> this is the time to fucking plug it. I do. I do. We own a bar called The Gretz, uh, named after my uh, great-grandfather. And, um, yeah, ticking along. 
possibly one of the best bars in Sydney. So one twenty three Moore Road. I love that shrimp. Go. That shrimp sandwich. Shrimp. Yeah. Shrimp roll. They do the bar vibe real well. So go yes. there, please. Seafood platter is living. Awesome. Thanks, bro. Awesome. Thank Amazing. you very much for your time. Yep. Cheers, we'll boys. See you at the bar. We'll have you on for real. We're gonna do a fried chicken episode soon. Let's get Kenny and Tim. They're drunk and funny. Where? Who are oh, Kenny yeah. and Tim? Tell me about yeah, the okay, so Yeah, let's get Kenny on so Jake will get mad. Kenny is part of Mary's. He's the brains, the looks, and the hard work and ethic of Mary's. Uh, he has a defunct partner who drags him back Hi, called Jakey the Anchor. Hi, what are we uh, doing? We're recording Kenny, it's good to have you on the Mitchin. How are you? Oh, the bloody Mitchin. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone but Jake is allowed to come on. Because he says fucking bugger a lot. <laughs> nah, lang- language is okay. That. Is it it's it's more other. just to piss him off. Ken- Kenny, what have you been doing in the last couple of days? Yeah, well, look, we've been here as Mary's. I said we've uh, we tricked it out a little bit to um, yeah, a friend from Pierre Crinklewood is a biodynamic farm, so he killed a killed a cow and a pig for us to be here. Let's talk about that Mary's burger though, because uh, it's it's special to the one that you would normally get at Mary's. Obviously, this guy cooks; he only kills like four cows a year or something ridiculous. Yeah, like, like he do, he doesn't uh, farm commercially in, in any way or form. I was uh, he's a good friend of ours, and we asked him about it, and he, um, you know, I'm partial to thinking. There's been a lot of comments on how delicious it's been. Um, uh, some of that is the. Uh, you know, if you can be so bold to say it, is uh, the, the way the animal's killed. Because they just take it down the paddock, you know, take it away, like walk it down the field in the sunset, and then just, you know, take it out. And, like, it's, as bad as it sounds, but it's better than sticking it in a, in a truck and taking it down the, down the motorway for three hours. The, the pig was fattened on the spent uh, grains from Young Henry's, is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, that, that's uh, yeah, the pig that you got, made the bacon from? Yeah, he's got a good, uh, good relationship with them, so he's like... The, the apple mulch because we we're making our own cider with Pete as well so the, the apple mulch we made from that and all the grain from Young Henry's and then we use instead of we normally use like maple syrup or whatever we use the, um, the, the raw honey from the beehives at Grinklewood as well to, as a sweetener to the cure it awesome. was I've had a lot of, uh, of Mary's burgers and that was by far the best yeah I had two yesterday they were very good we have Timmy from Auto Tomato uh, you can call me Timbo Timbo, <laughs> Timbo. <laughs> Timbo. organic wines Timmy there you go How's the um, rootstock been, boys? Yeah, it's good. We've just been uh, analysing and saying, yeah, we're uh, enjoying it immensely. We're ready for the throng to come out and the, the party onslaught. to start. Sorry if you can't hear me, but I've been to the Clayton Wells School of holding the microphone like an ice cream. So <laughs> 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 That so one goes Timbo. out to you, sea dog. <laughs> Timbo is also the familiar at Auto Automata. Yes. Or Timata. Or Timata. And Tim and I worked for several years at Pillu. Mm-hmm together. <coughs> Timmy is one of the legends of the industry. So. Uh, look, I've just been slaughtering animals out the back myself, you know, making my own burgers and uh, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, I've been getting involved here at the Orange Bar, which is great. Look, I love this here because, you know, I've been working with these styles of wines in a component of lists for many years and, you know, you get they're quite divisive wines, these sort of things, And uh, but because of the event is what it is here, the interest level for people, even if they've never really tried this before, they're, they're willing to take that leap and and the engagement of that, and you know, we're not dogmatic. We're not looking to convert people to orange wine, but I just really love uh, introducing people to something different and exciting. And why, yeah. why are you hesitant to uh, inter- to inter- like you know, convert people to uh, orange wine? I just I often feel sometimes in this way because uh, people can very easily in wine become very defensive. Um, I'm wearing a, a shirt that has a hashtag. Uh, fuck organic wines. You're so edgy, bro. I know, man. Look at that. That was that's that's feedback that's from a customer at all. It was. So I, I, the first week we opened, we had a customer who um, wrote a, a comment feedback through social media and was raving about the food and just had a throwaway comment to say, 
if only the drinks program was um, anything, you know, representative of the food. Fuck organic wine. Ugh. And, you know, there's nothing on my list that says that these wines are organic. So it's almost been that people think if they don't recognize it or if it's a bit weird, they'll just have that it must be organic and just seal out. I, I hate those wines. Where's that, the fucking pen folds, mate? Yeah, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I, and I'm not, as I say, I'm not trying to just freak people out to it. But, yeah, that's been a very interesting observation, especially working in a new place like Automata where, you know, we're trying out some different things. Clayton's throwing heart and lung and stuff. Well, not lung, lung, sorry, tongue. <laughs> we'll do lung next week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so look, in a nutshell, it's been something which I, I enjoy introducing, but it's you've got to take people in different ways. Some people are ready to just go for it, uh, whereas others are just, you need to massage me a bit more and just give more information. So, yeah, that's what keeps that's what keeps me going in this gig. When you get old like me, you'll know what it's like one day, Mitch, when you get old like me. Old and bitter and twisted. <laughs> Cynical. Um, it's pronounced auto tomato, by the way. Sorry, yeah, excuse me. Uh, right. I'm, I, yeah. Let's move on. Let's right, move on. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, boys. Thank you very much, boys. Have a great one. All right, we found Ned Brooks, one of the original people from Rootstock for the last three years, the constant slave to Giorgio, Mike, and James. How are you, Ned? Good. I'm not working. How are you surviving Rootstock this year? How am I what? Surviving Rootstock. By avoiding Giorgio. Yeah. <laughs> That's how's the that, advice. How's that going for you? Good. What's yeah. the highlight so far? Uh, meeting uh, Levens and Mitch in the same room at the same time because yeah. I used to think they were the same person. Oh, really? <laughs> Is that because they're both so charmingly good looking or? Charmingly good looking and also very buff. Very what? Uh, buff. Oh, yeah. I have been working Apart out. from walking the floors of Moon Park, you also have an import export kind of wine business with your good friend Joel. And did you guys bring anyone out for Rootstock? Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Matthew Rorick from Fall On Hope. Uh, he's a Napa producer. And also Alex Craighead from Don Wines in New Zealand. Awesome, man. Uh, and are they having a lovely time? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you haven't done anything, have you? Nah, nothing. Are yeah. you sober? Just. This oh. is like the first time Joel's done more work than somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly me. Are you proud of your little friend Joel for stepping up? Uh, I think he's done very well this weekend. He's actually managed to... Um, yeah, do stuff. It's been good. I've been proud of him. Very proud. Now, you've done a lot of root stocks in the past. We're here on the, the closing night. We've got the big party coming up. What can we expect on the big party? Uh, if anything's last year, uh, if last year's anything to go by, shirts off was a big thing. Um, there was also quite a lot of uh, pissed winemakers talking shit. I mean, that's already been the, the kind of theme of the entire weekend. Yes. I was hoping for a change-up. No. I don't think it's going to happen, Levin. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's go see Jolly so he can give Ned shit. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Ned Brooks. Thank you, Ned. <laughs> oh, where's Joel? Joel's never here. What's up to Jovan? Jovan from Pub Life. We've had you on before. Oh, thanks, guys. Lovely to have you back. Oh, mate, it's good to be back. How's your root <laughs> Feels like eternity. What are you doing? My root stocking. Uh, well, I pretended to work at the bottle shop this morning uh, to get this Joel. free t shirt on my drinks. shoulder. That's nice. excellent. But then I went and worked, and now I'm here to sample the goodness. Uh, the man we've been looking for. Joel Amos has Yovan's arrived. right here, bro. No, we found <laughs> Hey, man. It's all about finding hey, more people hey, than hey. just Jovi. Hey, Joel. This is Joel. Jokesy, we just spoke to Ned. He said you've been working hard all weekend. Uh, Ned? Ned Brooks. Ned, you're oh, a business Ned. partner. Have you met Ned Brooks? <laughs> Ned Brooks? Yeah. From yep. Brooks and Amos? Yep. What? Uh, what? What? <laughs> hey, I'm um, just joking. Hey, De- Dexy's kicked in. <laughs> no, just joking. <laughs> hey, um, Yovan's going to interview you, Joel. Oh, this will be good. So, Joel, tell us about uh, why you're involved with Rootstock. Oh, I'm 100% not involved with Rootstock. No, uh, it's, uh, it's a great event with um, lots of wine and food. 
So how good is wine? culture. Yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good is wine? <laughs> the people want to know, Joel. <laughs> what have you actually done this weekend for Roostock? What have you been doing? Mate, this little, this little bottle shop I've got over here has... A, I am bloody rolling in it. Let's and, just say that. And that was under your drinks company? I'm still not invited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come here, Jordan, you dickhead. Hey, that's Mary, that's Mary Vale's seventh best chef. <laughs> so, yeah, drinks did this and they fucking killed it, yeah? Yeah, no, it's been great. Awesome. I mean, all our profits go to the Rootstock boys to go towards next year and all oh, the awesome shit they boys. do. Yeah. Thanks for that. Oh, well, and, thank uh, you, drinks, for supporting Rootstock. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm just uh, just here, just doing what I can, fellas. Day by day. This, is, this, is been, this right. has been fantastic. One, one bottle at a time. Just... Is this over? <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> You're finished. Thank you very much. Hey, we're going we're gonna to run into the wine tasting arena. Uh, who should we talk to? Uh, number one, Christian Sheeter. Legend. Number two, Gentlefolk. Number three, uh, Matt Rorick, Forlorn Hope from California. C. Vintners makes some wine in Spain that's oh, fucking yeah. insane. But yeah, man, Sheeta, Gentlefolk, C would be my top three. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you, Jokesy. Before we go and talk to everybody, guys, describe the scene in the room right now. We're um, in the, taste, the wine tasting room of Rootstock. It's pretty hectic. Everyone's been in here all day just fucking around, Hi, drinking. Mike. That was Jess Martin from Silver Eye. You can... Um, you can barely hear anybody speak over all the spitting. Uh, yeah, it's pretty balls deep. Ed and Cam are laughing at us. There's all the Acme crew being fuckers. We're not talking to you, don't worry. No, Why not? No, no. no, fuck them. Okay, we've got Andrew Gard, one of Sydney's premier wine importers, specialising mainly in French stuff. A little bit of South African, some Australian. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, Mike. Yeah. No, no, no Italian, because Italian shit. Oh, right? speak closer. No, Italian. no, no! I got a couple of Italians, it. Mitch. Oh, no, I like got everyone. Some Barolo stuff, don't <laughs> you? You're a salesman. That's not what you were saying to Fratelli the other day. Uh, Come on now. No bad opinions in sales, mate. <laughs> so, Gardy, how are the bags? Are the wine sales going? <laughs> <laughs> mate, I tell you what, it's been. I'm, I'm absolutely. Blo- I'm broken. It's, it's the end of the second day, and uh, it's full of people. It's actually been super duper today, but I'm. Uh, I don't know. I've been entertaining a couple of loose winemakers, and uh, uh, who do you have uh, today? I got. Uh, well, the whole thing is Jean Foyard who's really uh, absolutely a godfather of natural wine. He's been making natural wine since 85. And uh, he, he's probably, with uh, Thierry Puzlat, who's also here, uh, one of the inspirations to everyone in the room, to, to, be, to be honest. Uh, so that's great. But um, it's been a hard graft. We've been eating and drinking and uh, going to bed early, you know. Going to bed early in the morning? Yeah, in the morning, uh, I think. <laughs> this is the Mitchum podcast. I feel like I've made it now. I'm on the Mitchin podcast, man. Oh, after all these years, you finally made it. Guardy. Finally made it. Finally. Thanks, boys. Hard graph. Good to have you on, Guardy. Thank you very much Thanks for taking the time. Enjoy. I'm going to go Pleasure. get you guys a glass of wine now. Charles, Charles Leung. We got the oh, I understand <laughs> what you try. It's not karaoke. That was perfect, Charles. That's all we need from you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Charles, please say something. Tell the audience at home about Rootstock. What Charles, have you found? You it's hate fantastic. I'm Charles, educated. You hate all this kind of wine. What are you doing here? But I love you guys so much. Ah, uh, right. It's about love. Yeah, it's about yeah. love. Just You're because right. I don't totally understand the wine doesn't mean I don't can't be here, you know? Charles only drinks really expensive burgundy, so. Oh, <laughs> What's the best wine today? Ooh. <laughs> See, he hates it all. Charles hasn't liked any of them. There's one I absolutely, absolutely adore. That's Christian carry on, carry on things in Formosia. Tashida? Yeah. No. The guy. That was Christian. I don't know. Tashida. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry, know. It's from Austria. Yes. 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 Yeah. 
That was me correcting Charles Leong. Thank yeah, you. Mikey. Like my, my second language. I described I describe his, his Gruner Bertlander as a um, Dieter Degener of Gruner Bertlander. Oh, that's a really big compliment. Okay. Thank Thanks, you, Charles. Should I talk to Helen? Huh? <laughs> Let's talk to Helen. 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 You grab your fork. She's running away. Helen. Helen. Famous Hello. Fork. How are grab you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? How How's many? rootstock? How good, many, good. How many forks have you grabbed today, Helen? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of wine glasses. <laughs> have you taken lots of photos? Yeah, that was yesterday. Just some yesterday. From before she ran away. Awesome. Are you going to have this up on the blog soon? It's already up. I, really? I went to bed at 3 a.m. this morning. Wow. Do you want to do a shout Dedication. out to the blog? Dedication. Why haven't you registered grabyourfork.com yet? Because uh, that involves effort. <laughs> I'll do it for you. It'll be my gift for you for awesome. Christmas. Awesome. That's a deal. <laughs> What's been a favorite wine? Um, I've lost track. <laughs> how, how many wines have you had today? A lot. <laughs> Is this your first rootstock? No, I got here last year. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my first. Is this your yeah, first one? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I didn't know what Are wine you was. Hanging around for the whole cow? I'm hoping to. Yeah, it it's looks pretty cool. Eight o'clock. What part of the cow do you hope to eat the most? The, you can never go wrong with the thigh, the right? Thigh. That's good. I want a cheek from that head. Yeah, cheek. Oh, yeah, that's it's a good so idea. Good. Yeah, yeah. Do Maybe we, a bit of tongue. When you go to a steak restaurant, do you go, give me a slice of cow thigh? <laughs> uh, no, normally we on the bone, actually. <laughs> Sorry for that question. <laughs> that was a good question. <laughs> Thank you for your time. No problem. Thank Thanks. You, Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, so it's never going to do it. Come, Come on, on, Pat. Come on. Come on, Come on Pat. <laughs> we have Pat. Pat, Pat Nurse. Uh, uh, do you want to just tell everyone? Yeah, the microphone. How you find Rootslog? Pat Pat's Moss, eating the microphone. Oh, oh that hurts. You're right. He just tried to eat our microphone. We just lost his crown. Uh, he must be too Pat drunk to things. talk on record. I give feel, mic, I feel like these guys have really one-upped their <laughs> festival quality. Pat's avoiding um, the mic. Which was kind of hard to understand given how good the previous events were. <laughs> Are you going to talk to us or not? I'm trying. <laughs> you have to put the mic closely. Ow. That's why. Are you going to talk into the mic or not? Come on, Pat. That's come the on, question, Mr. Nurse. Come on. What was the question, Mike? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I just want to know if you're going to talk to us. Yes, of course. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> and what's Rootstock done this year? They didn't do last year. What's Rootstock done this year <laughs> that it hasn't done last year? Well, I think having an outside broadcast from the Mitchin has really, really made it. I mean, the sound quality in here is fantastic. Um, I think we're not here in any fish official capacity, to be honest. Oh, really? No, we're just here. We're not sponsored. What's your media accreditation? No, no, Should I call the Black Ops yeah, and get you out of here? He'll probably yeah. kick us out. Get these guys out of here. Um, uh, someone check these guys' wristbands. Um, I'm loving Rootstock, Mitch, Andrew. <laughs> All right, let's stop making Pat. Thank you, Pat. Before Pat's had enough. Lemons. Thank you, Pat. Thanks for being a worse guest than Phil from <laughs> Rockpool. <laughs> <laughs> Phil sends his love. It was an honor. Hi, Lauren. Hello. Lauren Eldridge. Hi, everyone. Previous guest of the Mitchin. Yep, just um, hanging out at Rootstock. How long have you been here wine. for? I've been here for several hours. I've been drinking wine for at least one of those constantly Mike gave me a lot of sake yeah it's it's bigger than I expected and it's drawn a lot more attention and supplies than I expected so I think it's pretty good and I think it's going to grow yeah 
We're currently um, st- standing and talking to you right next to the spit bucket. I, I was wondering why, why that spit bucket is full of... Which is kind of different, because since we last had you on, people would be giving you all sorts of other things, and now people are just spitting wine at you. Lauren's won like a million other awards since we had her on last time. Thank you for spitting on us. <laughs> Thanks for spitting on us. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Tommy, come and talk to us. Who are we trying to get, Mitch? Tommy Shawbrook from Adelaide. Why won't he talk to you? I don't know, because he's did pretending you... to be busy. What did you do to Tommy well, in every Adelaide? Every other time I see him, he tries to fucking stick his tongue down my throat. So. Really? Maybe well, you move on, because he's definitely ignoring you. Yeah, fuck him. Hey, fuck you, Tommy from Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> Lemons, stop annoying the fucking winemakers. This is going to be so annoying for you to edit. This is actually oh, going to be the worst. Hey, Annalise Hi. Gregory. Oh, Annalise Hi, Gregory. Take a microphone. Take it, it's yours. Oh, I have a microphone. Although I don't know about being on the Mitchin anymore because a couple of people have said to me at Rootstock, we recognize your voice from the Mitchin. Oh, no and way. it was really creepy every time. That's good. That's good. It's good. You've got to get famous for something. Maybe yeah. it just means you're talking too much at Rootstock. Or do I have a really, like, manly voice? No. Oh, thank you. You were uh, cooking breakfast yesterday, weren't you? I was cooking breakfast with Dave Moyle and Magnus Nilsson was also there. Yeah, oh, Mike's it? best friend. Yeah, Magnus the fucking yeah, cunt. Yeah, we were all wearing, you know, like the off-work chef's uniform of like black jeans and white sneakers. We were all wearing the same thing. Cool. Yeah. Cool what did you cook for breakfast? Um, I went foraging and carriage works and found some goat's milk and some rye bread and we made an ala porridge, which we found the recipe for in the Nordic cookbook. And then we foraged some native fruits from the big cool room down the back and Dave bought some herbs from Tasmania. Hey, uh, did you find your bread for the cow? My bread for the cow. Yeah. I don't know where it is, okay. but it's meant to be coming today. What, what's this about bread and the cow? Uh, there's supposed to be bread to eat the cow on later, and they hate, don't know where it is. So Someone's Georgia told me that I'm in charge of it. What are you in charge of? The bread for the 600 people that we're going to feed with the cow. What are they going to do with the rest of the cow when only 600 people eat a whole cow? This sounds like the perfect intro for Jesus. <laughs> You know that I bit where you turn one, one small amount of bread into, like, bread for 600 people? You guys are familiar with Catholicism, right? No. <laughs> I think that we should run a raffle. You know when you're a kid and there's a jar of jelly beans and they're like, everyone guess how many jelly beans are in the jar and you write it down on a piece of paper and the closest person wins? Yeah. So how many sandwiches are in the cow? Shit, that's a good yeah. question. I'm going to guess, wait, how many people are going to feed? It's, it's, I reckon a thousand. Thousand. Mitch has gone for a thousand. Okay, I'm going for five hundred. Yeah, I'm with you. Two hundred eighty-five kilo. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon like five six hundred sandwiches. Okay. All right. We'll see who wins. The winner. What does the winner get? The head of the cow. Okay. All right. That's you just made that up. I just made that up. But I'm going to take the head. I'm going to tell Duncan that I've got a bet going on, and the winner gets the head. But the head alone is at least like twenty to thirty sandwiches. Right. Well, yeah, but you can involve more people. All the people you find, ask them how we'll many people forget. the cow's going to feed. We'll probably forget to do that. Um, hey, Annalise, um, on a scale of one to ten, how boring was my episode about Japan? Look, I'm going to I'm going to be honest with you guys because I'm a bit drunk. I've drunk a lot of natural wine, and oh god, I don't even know if I can say it. I have never listened to the Mitchin ever. <laughs> <laughs> How come all the really good people never listen? Don't judge me. So Mitch was like, hey, we better like rethink the way we do the mission because Annalise said the Japan episode was really it. boring. Because she hates it. <laughs> no, that and was Harry in the kitchen Harry. at Acme. You using Annalise as a scapegoat, Mitch, because you hated it? Yeah, I hate it. Mitch didn't even listen either. I haven't I also listened to just, you, know, you know what Mitch has in common with Annalise? He's never listened to the mission. I've listened to all of them except the ones also, that Levin's talks all the time. All the ones that you're on. 
If I'm not on it, I don't listen. <laughs> All right, that's enough, Annalise. Let's go. Thanks, oh, AG. Okay, Bye, Bye Where are you going? I'm going to get some cheese, and then I'm going to go and get my yellow paring knife and start cutting up the cow. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, what, what part are you going to cut first? Well, we're going to take all the joints off, and then we just. Is it go- ready already? Well, That's I reckon about. taking the joints off. I reckon go, oh, about an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is interesting. Please, please run us through how you're going to butcher this cow. Oh, we're going to take the joints off, and then we're just going to start breaking it down. That's all I know. And there's condiments, and there'll be bread. That's what, about it. What's your favorite part of the whole cow? Oh, on any animal, I normally go for the cheeks. Yeah. But on the cow, I'm just not sure. Somewhere like deep inside, close to the bone, where it's still a bit pink. Yeah. Dope. Near the bone is always good. Some sage advice from AG. All right, let's keep walking. Bye, AG. Mitch, you fucking asshole. <laughs> what? You actually said Annalise said it was Yeah, fun. Annalise and Harry were telling me. I need to, I need to wee. They just hate you, Lems. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, you guys talk to Raj. I'm going to go for a wee. Okay, cool. Everybody, Mitch is going to go relieve himself. Hey, Mitch, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> okay, should we talk to the guys from Acme about Mitch? Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Okay, Mitch is going to the bathroom. So while Mitch is away, we're going to have a quick chat to his co-workers and find out how much of a cunt Mitch really is at work. So talking to us right now, we've got Cam Fairbond. You will know him from episodes two and five of, of the Mitchin. Plus, we've Hi got guys. business partner Ed Loveday. Talk, Ed. Hold your microphone, Ed. Ed, Ed. Hold your microphone. Ed, Ed, welcome Ed. to the Mitchin, Ed. This is the other members of Acme. How are you guys? I'm all right. Now, yeah. what's Mitch really like, guys? <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> the silence is really bad. Say something nice. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No, he's, he's, he's an emotional and caring guy. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. <laughs> Ed? <laughs> oh, Ed, Ed's flatlined. <laughs> What's Mitch like over there, Tor and Greg? What, what, was it, give, give Mitch a rating out of 10. What Mitch, Mitch or? Yeah, we don't know which Mitch, any I Mitch. I haven't worked with him yet, so at the moment, 10 out of 10, and that number could just, it could drop off as the days go on. We'll see, yeah. Could or will? How, <laughs> what was the question? How good's Mitch out of 10? Mitch? Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is a solid 
good amount of numbers. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I don't really know. Just, just take a guess. I've only met him once. His macaroni is really fucking delicious. I'm going to give him an eight and a half. Oh, good, good. Thank you so much. It's a solid rating. Give Mitch a rating out of ten. Fifteen. Fifty. That's fucking good. Fifteen is very, very generous. Hey, Cam. Um, as someone that works on the floor and recommends many people in Sydney amazing wines, what have been some of the most amazing wines that you've drunk today? I've had a really great time with Gardy and also Richie Harkin. Guys, get into that Aziz's Chardonnay. Delicious. Delicious. Thanks for the cam tip, Cam. So welcome. How good is it when um, someone like gets given like a little bit of mineral water to, to swish their glass out with what? and they swish it as if it's a new wine? Yeah, like a fresh wine they're ready to go with. It is really important though. I don't know. It's, I don't know. These wines. it's funny the way you just take the piss out of everyone. Who? You. Me. I like it. <laughs> it's good fun. We're waiting in line patiently to talk to a man called Tim Stock, who has a wonderful import company and does fantastic wines. And he does a really interesting one called Pheasant's Tears, and we're dying to try it. Where are most of his imports from? Uh, all over. He does French, he does Australian, he does New Zealand. And these ones are in particular interesting because they're Georgian. Right. So we're just trying to get him. It's hard out here for an independent yeah, podcaster. Mike, Tim's free. Here we okay, go. Timmy, can we just have a chat? We've got an interview for our podcast. Brothers, how are you? This good, Tim Stock. good brother. Tim Stock. What's going on? Have you, have you had your dose of quavery today? Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Um, how's your rootstock going? Is it surviving? That's uh, awesome experience. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Great buzz and energy again this year. It's fantastic response. Yeah, it's awesome. good. Good to see more of a, a broad representation of two. I guess um, you know the countries which really matter in natural winemaking, yep. particularly to have some good French presence here this year. A couple of rock stars, and it's just yeah, you really feel a great network. It's uh, it's just like you experience at the big salon overseas. Are there any winemakers here today that you're excited to meet? Any any winemakers here that you're excited to meet today? Excited to meet? Um, I actually met one of my winemakers for the first time yesterday morning, Jean-Baptiste Tutel from uh, Chateau Saint Anne. So I was pretty excited to meet him finally. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. And you were talking great. about a, like a, a running a large gamut of wines. You, you're actually uh, representing Georgian wines in front of us, yeah? Yeah. So this is the first the first wave, really. So we started with pheasant steers a couple of years ago. John came out February last year. In fact, he's a big reason why a lot of a lot of the very good natural winemakers we have here this year have come because he basically went back to, to Europe. He's friends with all these people, told them about how good rootstock was, yep. and they had to come and see it for themselves. And that's John Werderman, yeah? Or that is John Werderman. He was a legend. He was fantastic last year, really fantastic. You also brought out uh, JJ Morell as well. So he, he was here last year too. Like he's just, you know, he's like family. He's a beautiful man, and you can taste the soul in his wines. And you know what? Everyone has completely got that today when they tried the wines. It's very easy to pass over. If we want to buy ourselves a glass of Pheasant's Tears, where do we go to buy that? Uh, well, There's quite a few restaurants around at the moment. So, like Stewie at Fix and James is an awesome supporter. He's, he's always got an orange selection by the poor, and there's usually a Pheasant's Tears rotating at the moment. We've got uh, Pheasant's Tears to start with. Tomorrow, a container arrives with 12 other Georgian producers, so the second wave... Uh, Georgia is coming. Fantastic, Tim. Georgia is here. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Thanks, hey, so just quietly, assholes. I'm always a fucking 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs>
We got Luke from uh, This Must Be The Place. Oh, ah, good, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Luke. One half good of the prettiest you. couple in hospitality. Oh, <laughs> now, you're a famous cocktail guy. Why are you at a wine event? <laughs> he's, he's a mixologist, <laughs> Levins. Oh, Mitchell, I'd rather be called a rollerblader than a mixologist, please. <laughs> No, it's, uh, I think there's the, the, the more parallels there are between, you know, disparate beverages, cocktails and, and wine. You know, we, we try to blend the two pretty effectively at the bar, I think. You do? And you've actually got Kylie doing some work for a change, updating, working on updating your wine list? She is indeed. Her and, uh, her and Charlie Ainsbury have a, a little collaborative relationship. Charlie tells her what we need and, and Kylie goes finds and, and finds it and gets to drink it as well. We all reap the benefits. Hey, uh, did you bring your tweezers to this event? Or? No tweezers today. There'll be no garnishing. If there is, there'll be just full fingers into glasses today, this is afternoon. Is it a force of habit that you start shaking your wine before you drink it? <laughs> <laughs> only if it needs it. Only if, you know, only if it needs a little oxidization. Huh? Tell us about this must be the place, Luke. Well, uh, like you sort of pointed out, there's, um, we've got a bit of a wine focus. We're certainly in the wine list, but also our, our cocktails are sort of well, wine-based cocktails, spritz cocktails that we carbonate. So nice, you know, fresh, seasonal, delicious, bubbly stuff to, to get uh, responsibly drunk on. It is very nice. And uh, Luke used to make cocktails at Duke Bistro, where, where Mitch used to work. Back in the day, and Mike used to work. And where, Luke, where that's, where Mitch did, that's where Mitch didn't drink. I didn't drink there. Yeah. <laughs> he no. still doesn't drink. Still don't drink. <laughs> I had one glass of wine today, that's so why I needed to go to the bathroom earlier. <laughs> Usually he never goes to the bathroom. That's the Mitch secret. <laughs> Roger McShane. Roger. Roger. Hi, Roger. Roger McShane. You're going to hold the mic, Roger. It's yours. It's yours. Hold it right up to your face. I'm probably going to do something which will get me thrown off the Mitchin for life. <laughs> I'm not going to use a swear word in the whole time. <laughs> Come on, Ron, just give us one. Just say, like, no, no, God damn no. or something. No, no, don't forget I'm refined and sophisticated, so <laughs> I couldn't do that. So a quick uh, intro, I guess, from Roger. You're part of Living Wines, based out of uh, Hobart in Tasmania. That's and right. And you have a wonderful portfolio of natural uh, French French producers. Is that correct? That's correct. Thank you very much for saying that. Uh, it's uh, always one of the most popular... You're fucking welcome. That's okay. <laughs> nice try. Uh, who are you showcasing here today, Roger? Uh, we're showcasing the Moss wines from Domaine Moss in the uh, Loire Valley. And uh, we have Sylvester Moss with us, uh, opening wines for people. And uh, Sylvester is now one of the winemakers for Domain Moss. Will all, Sylvester talk all, to us? Sorry? Will Sylvester talk to us? Yeah, uh, not while he's talking to a pretty lady. Uh, <laughs> he is French <laughs> after Mitch all. Is a pretty man. He has standards, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did he Three learn big the- ugly men versus one pretty lady. It's a lay-down mazaya. <laughs> uh, Roger, you're also famous for making gougères. <laughs> yes, very famous. Um, yes, I like making gougères. Uh, would you like to divulge your recipe on the Mitchin? Well, the, the only uh, trick to the gougères I make, apart from uh, lots and lots, I nearly said something different, uh, lots, lots and lots of cheese, is uh, I use about half the amount of flour that most uh, chefs use. So I use about uh, 125 grams of flour to 125 grams of butter, uh, rather than like 250 grams which means you've got to be very, very careful when you're cooking them, otherwise they don't rise and right. they don't stay risen. So. And you also sneak really, really good cheese into the country, don't you? Uh, we sneak a lot of Comte cheese um, from Laurent Dubois in Paris uh, into the country. So um, customs, that's Roger McShane. Uh, he flies to <laughs> Paris about four times a year. Just check his uh, suitcases next time. <laughs> 
Okay. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Roger, for making our podcast today actually useful. It is useful. an absolute pleasure. And notice that I got through all that without one word. I didn't advice. fucking notice at all, mate. <laughs> Roger's actually a really big fan. And oh. when they're travelling between the vineyards in France, they listen to the Mitchin. Absolutely. And can't stand the swearing. So thank you very we, fucking we much, Roger. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Pat Sullivan, talk to us. Talk to us about what? Like, what are we doing here? Well, what are we doing here, Pat? Talk to uh, us about craft beer. <laughs> bong water. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, no can you water. tell Can you tell us the story of your overalls? Oh well, well, well. Over, my overalls. Well, I spill shit on myself, so now I have to change my t-shirt, not my whole outfit. So, so do you have one pair or multiple pairs that are the same? I, I got I got five pairs, but once I, when I've been on the road for like five weeks or something, and I eat too much. I bend over, I split the crutch out, so I have to get a new pair. Ah, see. So. Of course, we're talking to Pat Sullivan of Patrick Sullivan Wines. <laughs> have you have you run out of wines today? I uh, ran out of white stuff. We bought a few. Like, uh, it's kind of I sold out. It's a funny story because it's the end of it's kind of the start of December, so I'm out of wines anyway. Yeah. So I bought a few different bits and pieces up from home, and, and I didn't bring as much white wine as probably some of the reds. So yeah, I'm totally out of white and starting to move through some reds. Nice. Yeah, take my yeah, mic. Yeah, that's okay. Take my mic. Hi, guys. This is Christian Toshida from uh, Toshida Wines. Fantastic wines. Yes. How have you found Rootstock? Uh, amazing. What do you think about Australia? What's the, what's the best part of, about Australia? The Where girls. have you come from? The girls? Yes. Austria. All the way from Austria. The girls Australia. are the best thing about Australia? About Austria or Australia? The girls are always hugging me. It's very nice. <laughs> and tell us about your vineyard. Where are you from? Tell us a little bit for the people at home. I'm from Bougainland, Ilmitz. Uh... We are doing. We are doing. Um, Burgundy, Burgundy wines. <laughs> yes, Burgundy. Burgundy wines from Australia. No, Burgenland. Oh, okay. Burgenland wines in Austria. <laughs> we don't have kangaroos. But you, you guys in Austria, wear overalls as well. We have kangaroos, but only in the zoo. <laughs> so ev- all the all the runners of today have told me to come and talk to you because they're the most excited about what you're doing. Why why are they excited about what you're doing? What are you doing differently? Oh, it's a question I have no idea. <laughs> no, it's a big uh, honor and a pleasure for me to be here, to get invited from so far away. And I come here and I'm, I feel uh, welcome, like in a family. And I found so many friends and nice people. It's, it was the best idea to come here. And will you come back? Of course. Excellent. And what did you think of Pat Sullivan? You know what happened? No, tell us. Oh, sorry. My, fir- my first uh, arrive uh, at the airport, it did not start good. I bring uh, in the luggage one and a half kilo of ham. <laughs> and I got caught by the border force. Really? Yes. And I had to pay a fine and uh, I made a deal with them. I can pick it up again when I leave. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> Do you always travel with ham or is it special occasion? Yes. No, it's, it's ham. If uh, food is not good, I still have the ham. <laughs> and have you struggled without the ham or have you eaten well? Oh, I've eaten better than ever. What's the best place you've eaten? Uh, the 10 Williams. Yeah, 10 Williams Street. You know he cooks there. <laughs> ah, <Okay>. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the shout out. That's awesome. Okay. Have a nice day. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. To us. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Patty. Your haggis is selling like fucking wildfire at Acme, bro. It's off the chain. Luke, Lukey, can we get an update on how many wines you've had? Uh, I've had about um, four, I think five, maybe five wines. That's a okay, Luke Powell update. Five more. Luke okay, Powell update, Powell. five wines. Luke, how many, how many wines do you want to drink tonight? I'm not sure, I just want to taste yeah. them all. What's going on? Luke, what do you think of uh, Magnus Nielsen? How are you guys? Who? 
Magnus Nilsson. Never heard of him. Never met him? <laughs> Never said a word. No. <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> we got uh, Tommy Sherbrooke from Adelaide, from Tommy Sherbrooke Wines here. Another Adelaidean. Another Adelaide, Adelaide Hills Basket Range representing, huh? No, no, Barossa Valley, no, bro. Get it right, Mike. Fucked up, Megan. You fucked up on purpose. <laughs> what, what, I'm a wannabe basket range, like all of us. <laughs> Tommy, how's it going, bro? Have you sold out of wine? Have you run yeah, out yeah, of wine? No, no, we've got. We, we, always, we always bring enough wine to the party. Has a is the spa side ready yet? Oh, it's got a new name. It's got a new oh, name. So what is it now? We're now calling it Making Space. Ah. It's yeah, it's ready for some of us. So some of us. It's, it's unreleased fun. Cool. So it's it's a bit of a laugh. It's all good. Sounds good. And has anyone had the Making Space yet? Those two girls with the black there smashed 24 bottles last night. What about this guy? What about this guy? He got a sip. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you guys up to? Just walking around, having fun? Just walking around being cunts. Nice. Basically. Is it working out well? Yeah, it's good. good. As always. As always. It's like you've got to use your natural instinct, right? Exactly. Exactly, Tom. Exactly. So uh, tell us about some of the wines you drunk today, some of the people you met. Uh, I haven't had a chance to drink a lot. I've drunk a lot of uh, water today oh. as, <laughs> as in yesterday um, but no lots of fun because I've been trying to sneak away and taste the wines but I really you know people come you're to try you're too popular Tommy people want to come and be asked they want to come and see you and they're paid to come in so I have to try and respect that oh, well tell us about the wines you brought up no we brought up three three wines this week uh, we brought out Jalo 2015 which is like a Savvy Blanc heaps of fun we're five years into that project and people are really like getting into Savvy with skin contact and having a bit of a laugh with that um, and I think we're making some interesting stuff with that. Making a new wine called The Beach, Chanon Blanc, Vine Vale, so this big area of sand. That's just a cast sample, but people are just going wild over it. So Chanon Blanc, happy days. And then the old, like, uh, train chugger, Tommy Ruff. Tommy Ruff. People love it. The OG. It's like, and it, we chill it down so it's nice and cold because it's pretty warm, eh? So warm. Cold reds are, are, are Cold vibe. reds, mate. In Sydney with the humidity, it's the way to go. It is. Don't be, don't be afraid of it. Yeah, chicks dig it. <laughs> just <laughs> like so Mitch. Much. Chicks dig him. Oh, I thought you meant cold reds. Because I'm, I'm a chick, I dig cold reds. Oh, you boys have a nice afternoon. How much of your own wine have you drank today? I've drunk a fair bit. I've got an empty glass and a whole bottle in my hand right now. And uh, I'm going to maybe just drink a little bit more of uh, my own wine. I've got like, uh, yeah. So like uh, when the bottle gets a little bit empty or like at the beginning of the day or like when I'm feeling uh, not quite up to talking to all these people. Uh, like, start drinking. I got to start drinking, you know. <laughs> like, uh, you know, no sulfur organic wine. You, 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 you got to get stuck in, you know. Like, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a solution to a lot of problems. And so. after we talk to you, we're going to attempt to get Sue Dyson to swear on radio. What do you reckon our chances are? Well, you know, Sue, like, she, she likes to, uh, you know, she likes to keep it all under wraps and uh, kind of uh, conservative behind those glasses, you know. Like, uh, so, like, uh, you know. It is the mission, Sue. Sue. Come and talk to us, Sue. <laughs> Sue, give us two minutes of your time, please. We got Roger to swear, so we're going to try to get you to swear as well. Roger, Roger told us. That's, you, that's what happens on your program. If you talk about all the Roger, facts, Roger dropped there the wouldn't F-bomb. be any contest. Yes, yeah, Sue swears already. Roger would refuse, absolutely refuse to swear. Why? Because he's, he's a prim and proper man. I oh, he is when he's got customers. Ah, that's right. He's thoroughly professional. Yeah. I nearly am. He nearly am. So we have Sue, the other half of Food Tourist, we've already saw, and uh, Living Wines. Uh, we've already talked to Roger, who was with Moss, and you are with... I'm with Milane, who you should really be talking to rather than me. We would love to. Just well. talk to Milane. I'll try how and get her out of it. How come you split up today, Sue? Divide and conquer, is that the... Well, ro- one is Sylvester and one is Milane, and it seemed easier for me to be Milane. 
and is it true that now that Garage is closed and that Franklin is still running, you run the second best restaurant in Hobart? <laughs> That's very kind of you to say, Mark. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? You can say it. No, I couldn't possibly. Well, I'll say it. She I have does. this really clever strategy that I have dinners, but I invite chefs, and it works really well. I'm a, I'm a very good person at getting together all the ingredients. Right. And I have access to better produce than most of you guys do. Yes, I'm one of the best wine sellers in the country. And then I just invite people who could cook. It's easy. Very clever. How's your rootstock been so far? It's been very enjoyable, actually. I've really thoroughly enjoyed it. And is this the first time that uh, Living Wines has brought producers out? Uh, yes, yes, it is. The first, the first year when it was in uh, Leichhardt, we represented Philippe Bonnard. Then the rules became stricter, which I really approve of, where the producer had to be here. And we weren't organised enough to deal with the time frame Giorgio gave us for inviting someone. And so no one came last year. But we were allowed to run a pop-up bar, so we had a presence. It was a fantastic pop-up bar last year. And then this year we have two producers, so it's quite exciting. There were rumours that Bonham might come himself next year. Oh, really? Wow. That's that's what Christoph, the cheesemaker, is saying. Wow. It's big. That'll be big. It will be. We haven't spoken to a cheesemaker today. Oh, yeah, he only speaks French, so you need to find Jonathan as well. But he's very special. Does he swear in French, though? I'm sure he does. <laughs> he did when, I, when um, he was staying at my house, and I, I heard the taxi arrive at 5 o'clock in the morning, and there was no noise downstairs. And I went out and knocked on the door and said, Christophe, the taxi's here. Then I'm sure he swore, even if I don't understand what it was, because he was sound asleep. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I am very fine, but... Oh, what is the problem? <laughs> can you, uh, can it's you, a joke. No, it's a joke. Can you tell no. us about your? Can you tell us about your winery, please? Oof, I'm impressed. Okay, it's a it's a little vineyard in the south of France, near the sea, and a very uh, artisanal way to do. This is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and is it true that you uh, work with a horse and cart on your? Yeah, this is true. Look. She, she's showing us a video of a horse and... This is in winter. That is incredible because it's very sunny. But now it's very cold, actually. But uh, I work like that since five years now. With friends, with horse. And uh, I can't support machine because... Uh, and you, in, you took over your, your father's vineyard, is that right? Yes, but you know when I wanted to have the vines of my family... <laughs> He was very um, not enthusiastic, so I created my own way. So I bought wines, and I decided to make wine, natural wine with... How many wines have you brought with you this time? Uh, many. Many. <laughs> because first, I decide, I decide because you have some good ideas first. I want to have only two wine, But now, if I, I have perhaps... Uh, six or ten cuvées <laughs> per year because uh, everything goes with nature so your wines are fantastic <laughs> thank uh, you we, I, was, uh, I was so impressed with them today I tried them all oh. I'm waiting to try the Magnum it's still oh. sitting there can it's we try the Magnum <laughs> now you can just pour it directly into yes, my mouth yes you will when you when you cultivate Syrah it comes from the north and sometimes people said Syrah come to ameliorate things. So I am against this idea, absolutely, because we have so beautiful grapes, like Carignan, Grenache, Senso. Syrah is good, but 
it's not, uh, it's like the others. So I decide to bottle a little vines and to create some Magnum. Amazing. Celebrate. How it's many delicious. other um, French winemakers are there that are women? <laughs> oh, now, little by little, a lot. And I'm are you happy. the best? Oh, no! <laughs> no, 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 no. I think you might be. Um, no, no, no. And there is no best. Oh. No, 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 no. There is no best. Because, you know, uh, this, uh, this, this is very fragile. You can lose everything in a year. Yes. You can miss also. You can, you can do bad things also. Make a lot of mistakes. So... Well, thank you for talking to us, and thank you for making your wine, because I absolutely love it, and I love the way you thank do it, so you thank you. Thank you to drink, because... Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank for you. friendly, friendly intentions, and I'm so happy to be there. Hey, bro. Who we got here? Uh, Sam. Sam from Old Mate Wines. That's me, yeah. Now, apart from having the best named label in the game, yeah. what, what, what do Old Mate Wines do? Uh, not a lot at the moment. Uh, I made that wine in 2014. Didn't make anything this year. Next year I'm making a bit more, but working for other people, basically, and selling my soul. Uh, and you guys are based in Perth? Yeah, based in Perth. Make wine just outside of Perth, but get fruit from uh, all around WA. Are there many like notable Perth and Western Australian wines that we should check out for? But it's not often a place that you get recommended to drink from yeah, I mean you know there's a few guys here like Steve Vintners and Blind Corner uh, Love Violetta is a great one too uh, they're in the Great Southern they do some great Riesling really good Riesling sustainably farmed stuff um, there's a few others around um, but yeah it's not as much of a sort of culture as the Eastern States yet unfortunately sure. who are you here to see Sam like who's the winemakers you really want to talk to and, and learn from uh, I really loved having a chat to um, Tom from uh, Matassa. He was fantastic. I uh, went to a couple of the talks yesterday that were really, really good. Um, the No Sulfur one. I've only sort of been a recent convert to natural wine and I've really had to sort of let go of my preconceptions about it because I'm studying at the moment um, and I've sort of been technically trained so a lot of this stuff is really confronting. So it's just been sort of eye-opening to talk to a lot of people. But Pheasant's Tears was another great one too. Uh, John Werderman. Yeah. have heard yeah. a lot of good things. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk well, to us. Before no we worries. go, though, as a long-time listener of The Mitchin, who's your favourite host? Uh, i got to say Mike. Sometimes <laughs> his, opinions, his opinions really piss me off, but I like that. I really like that. Thanks. So fuck his, you, his Sam. Opinions, yeah. His opinions piss everyone yeah, off. Yeah, fair enough. Well, in your, fuck you all, cunts. What's your least favourite Mike Eggett opinion? Uh... <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, there's a lot of them, man. I don't know if I could name a single one. But I like a lot of his opinions. Oh, good, well, good, good, good. Cheers, what guys. What was the worst episode we've ever recorded? Oh, the worst one? When it was just Levin smoking <laughs> up about Japan. That was terrible. Thank you very much. Yeah, That's all we need. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Georgia. Come on. We're doing rooftop. We're doing rooftop. Are we live? No, we're live. Gonna, fuck it's that. Coming tomorrow. It's coming tomorrow. Hey, hey Georgia. Live. You're live on Mitch and FM. <laughs> We're talking to all of it, everyone. We're doing a really beautiful thing for you. Talking to one of the okay. main, the main motherfuckers from Rootstock himself. He's it. been on the I'm podcast so before. Giorgio, Di Maria, it's been a long 18 months leading up to this Rootstock, and it's almost over. Well, kind of. you got a lot of work to go, but how's it been? Are you happy? I'm very happy. Yeah. You did a fucking amazing job. We, we did an amazing job. Um, we, were, we were a little bit... Um, 
just a little bit disappointed with the Saturday because uh, it wasn't business as we expect, you know, I'll be honest here. It was good, uh, but I thought for the content we were proposing, it wasn't as busy as we wanted, but today it's just been incredible. I mean, the, the wine festival was busy all the time, Saturday and Sunday, but the food festival on Saturday wasn't as busy. Um, but, uh, you know, so... I mean, that's a shame because you had some wonderful food out there, didn't you? Yeah, but today was great. Today was really busy and uh, there was a lot of attendance, so we will have a look at the numbers. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we are super happy. Uh, we, we had some very touching moments as well with the Aboriginal people, with uh, all, the, all the elders uh, having a lot of fun, and you, you could tell how important it was for them. And when you look down this room, which has got like 500 people drinking wine, it's buzzing, everyone's happy, and there's like a love affair with natural wine from Austria, America, Italy, New Zealand, Australia, France. Does it make Italy does, especially, uh, yeah. There's some shit Italian wine here, yes, of course. <laughs> Does it make you happy? Is it all worthwhile? Yeah, absolutely. You, you, it's, uh, what, what it matters is not 500 people, but it's a vibe. Um, so it's uh, talking to all the winemakers, talking to all the customers that... Everybody is so is so happy. It's so engaging, uh, and uh, we, we 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 have a targeted um, audience. So it's not a generic event. There is no people coming here without uh, what without knowing what what it's about. So it's a very focused audience. What's been the best wine you've had all weekend? Give the you should like have like, awards. I'm never gonna tell you. Trophies. <laughs> you can't play favorites. It's not allowed I to play. I can't. I can't. Thanks, Giorgio. Go run around like a crazy man now. Congratulations, Giorgio. Thank you well, very much. My, my job is running around looking busy when I'm actually no, not actually doing anything. Doing that's too yeah. usual. I'm good at that. That's my job too, Giorgio. Well done. <laughs> no, you actually I learned from you. You actually look lazy. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nailed it. Thanks, Giorgio. Thanks, hey, Brian. Bye bye. Ciao. Um, are, we, are we done now? Where are we going? We just pushed through the throng. We've come through the other side of the fucking mass ex- uh, people eating, drinking. They are fucking gross. Mitchie, how was it all? <clears throat> yeah, it was all right, I suppose. Mitch, how many um, thimbles of wine did you drink tonight? Uh, three. Three and I'm thimbles. pretty pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you've been listening to The Mitchin. You can find us online, facebook.com slash The Mitchin, or send us an email, themitchin at gmail.com if you would like us to do a weird live episode at your natural wine event in the future. We only fly first class. We <laughs> promise uh, no more Levens only episodes. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> Any other feedback, please let us know because we actually kind of. Yeah, no, via we, hate really, mail. we don't really care that much, but I suppose it'd be nice to know. Yeah, definitely. And if, you know, if, if next time Mike and Mitch would like to record an episode without me in the country, that'd be great. Well, if Levens didn't take all his equipment with him, maybe we could. Well, if Mitch and Mike even knew how to use the fucking equipment in the if first place. If Levens ever taught us, maybe we would know. If we were on Levens' money and could fly around the world every week, maybe we could. Uh, thanks so much for listening. That thanks was so the much. last episode of The Mitch and we all hate each other. <laughs> thanks so much everyone at Rootstock for having us and letting us blag our way into the wine zone. And, uh, of course, uh, thanks to Cam Verban, who uh, nominated to sing the Mitchin outro theme, as he does every week. On you go, Cam. The Mitchin. <laughs> Perfect. Bye. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Get to talk to you, What are you guys doing? We're going to shove Michael's mics in people's face. Michael's. We're going to shove Michael in people's face. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we're going to just do a few fop pops or whatever you guys call them. Fuck pops? What are they called? Vox pops. Just quickly, what's your favorite Sydney-based food podcast? Whatever this one is. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at 